Hash House and Circle Up. Welcome to On On, the Hash House Harrier podcast for interviews, history, and stories. I'm your host, Ra. Today on the podcast from Barbados, a hasher who has really put some effort into bike hashing and bashing. We'll hear about that. Welcome today on the podcast, China Brush. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me, Ra. Let's tell everybody your origin story for hashing. When and where and how did you start hashing? Okay, a lot of people may not know this, but I started hashing with the Boston Hash House Harriers in 96. Um, I was living in New Hampshire at the time, and there was no hash anywhere in New Hampshire. There wasn't one in Portsmouth or Concord, which there is now. So I made the drive down. Uh, I used to go down maybe once a month or so. It wasn't very often. It's a very adult hash. Hash with them for a little while until I decided to move to Barbados. And when I got down here, I made contact and have been hashing since. How did you get to the first Boston hash? I was a runner or I had just started running. I owned a Domino's Pizza in Concord, New Hampshire. I believe it was either a customer or a employee that mentioned hashing. You know, I just decided to go down and see what it was about. Where did you get your hash name? I did have a hash name with the Boston hash, but, you know, we're not going to talk about that. Yes, <laughs> we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> what was your um, hash name in Boston? I did a hash. I set a hash in at my home in Pembroke, New Hampshire, and we had a pool. A bunch of hashes came up. I think it was probably, it could be the first hash ever in New Hampshire, but I don't know. I was wearing a bathing suit, and there was a slash on my back from the mark. And I also had a dot com, so they called me backslash dot com. Oh, that's great. But when I got to Barbados, they changed my name. I don't know, name changes, I guess, are okay. They called me China Brush. Why? Down here. The first hash that I set, I think it was one of the first hashes I set, we set with, there was three ladies. One was Hershey Buns, the other was White Lime, and they didn't have a name for me, so they named me China Brush. And China Brush is a is an aphrodisiac, like Spanish fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, origin Why? of my name. And did you earn that name? What is your aphrodisiac effect? Well, you know, maybe you could ask hashes that know me, and they could tell you. <laughs> but I, Okay, but I am asking you. I'm a friendly, very outgoing person. I'm a Trini um, by birth. You know, maybe I'm part Chinese. China Brush is big in, in the on the islands as an aphrodisiac. Ah, okay. Cool. What is it, What is hashing like in Barbados? I'm not sure that so many hashers have visited there. Most people can't drive there. The BH3, which is the Barbados hash, has been around since 86. It was formed by David Craig Pyro. He's um, Scottish. I guess he used to hash somewhere in the East, China or Korea or one of those. I'm not absolutely sure. And he came to Barbados working and started the hash. They hash every week, every Saturday, every bank holiday, every Saturday bank holiday. And how many people are on the events? usually about 120 to 150 hashes 
Puhash. Nice. What is it like? Singing? No singing because Pyro was not a singer. You know, we don't really do... There's a, there's a couple songs they might sing, but they, they don't know songs. We usual down-downs. You know, we have an Ari. We have a circle. The hashes are about an hour and a half long. Anything from ball breaker to walking. It's a family hash. Nice. Let's go right to bike hashing. Because I think you started a bike hash there, right? Right. I also started a full moon hash, the MOBH3, Moon Over Barbados Hash House Harriers. And we've been going now, this year would be our 20th year. Wow, congratulations. Um, bike hash, uh, or the bash, started in five years ago. And we have about 30 to 40 bikers every month. But we started bashing more now since COVID because we can social distance easier bashing than we can hashing. Yeah, we ride maybe two or three times a week. Cool. Let me ask you a little bit about the culture there. So you you started a hash 20 years ago, the full moon, and the bike hash. Did you bring the traditions of the regular Barbados hash? Are they different at all? Not that much. We, um, you know, we use paper instead of flour because it's easier to set with paper while riding. But it's the same three dots on your on. We have down downs. We keep track of our runs, our of our bashes. We have mm -hmm. names. We don't sing. <laughs> How many of the people are on either the full moon or the bike hash? which do not hash with the main Barbados hash? Are there any that just do yours? Okay, so the mo the full moon hash is all Barbados hashes that came over and started running on a full moon. But the bike hash, we've dragged in a lot of new people who were mountain trail bikers, MTB riders, and they weren't originally hashes, and now they're bashers. Nice. Most hashes probably have never been on a bash trail. How long does it take to set a bash trail and what kind of experience is it to hash on a bike? Okay, it's probably the same two to one set. So it'll probably take you about three hours to set a, a hour and a half trail. But our trails are longer. We normally bash about 25 to 30k. Um, the dots are obviously spaced further apart. For me, it's nicer. I mean, I, I know that's kind of sacrilege since I'm a hasher. I enjoy, because of my knees, you know, as you get older, your knees really start taking a pounding. And I enjoy bashing a lot more than I do hashing now. And how does the calling go if there can be situations when people are a bit farther apart on bikes and they have to yell on, on, and so on? How does that work on the bash? Uh, well, we from the start, we decided we, it was not going to be a race. Uh, so we would stay together and ride sort of socially. So when someone finds the on, they wait and everybody catches up. We call the on and then we go from there. And we, it's tended to work really well because everybody's riding together. Plus we have beginners, intermediate riders, advanced riders all jumbled together. Nice. The circle and the beer, how do you arrange for that when you're on bikes? So at the end, we usually end at a rum shop. We start at a rum shop, we end at a rum shop. There's usually food and drink. We kind of arrange with the owner to give us a good price on beer, come back, buy beer, sit down, drink, shit talk, down downs. <laughs> Great. 
you when you moved to Barbados? Did you abandon the pizza business? Well, I was married to the owner, so we kind of made an arrangement and, you know, he bought me out. He took the pepperoni with him? Yeah, he still owns stores. I wanted out, so he bought me out of the business. Mm -hmm. Are you connected to a biking business? What do you do in Barbados? Uh, I own a newspaper business. I print international newspapers because Barbados is very tourist-oriented. Uh, we get a lot of Brits, expats, you know, some Canadians, some Americans. They've come down here and they spend months, snowbirds, usually mm -hmm. from December till April. And I supply them with their hometown paper. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, I, so I don't really, I'm not really connected with bike. I'm surprised you haven't asked me about my other business. Does this have something to do with aphrodisiacs? No, it has to do with hashing. <laughs> well, go ahead. Um, tell us. We, haven't, we just haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I started doing hash cruises in 2014. Well, I, actually, my first hash cruise was, was with the Port of Spain Hash House Harriers in 2001, I believe. I kind of like the idea of hashing and cruising, you know, where you, wherever you get to, you hash. So I started my first hash cruise in 2014, and we had over 100 people. And then I thought to myself, well, you know, I could do a, I could make this into a business. So since then, I've qualified as a travel consultant, and I sell hash cruises. And where have you gone on some of these hash cruises? Mostly the Caribbean, because it's where I'm from, and we know the area. But I have cruised in Alaska on the New England cruises as well. I haven't done any Europe or Mediterranean or anything like that yet. Mostly known now for pre-lubes. Um, I do a lot of pre-lube hash cruises. So there's two organized for the next interhash, and there's one organized for the Euro hash, which is hopefully going to take place in August. And where, where will the Euro Hash Pre-Loop cruise be? Uh, it's a river cruise, and it starts in Paris and ends in Prague, where the hash is. And what's your approach to what the hash cruising experience is like? What is it different for a hasher compared to a person on a regular cruise? Hashers want to hash in as many places as they can. They're all like-minded. They all want to have a good time wherever they are. It kind of blends cruising with hashing, socializing, drinking. It all works together. Just so people have a scope, the river cruise for your mm -hmm. hash and the cruises before Interhash, Trinidad, Tobago, what is the size of the group that you're normally working with on a cruise? It was originally planned when Interhash was 2020, and I had about 175 hashes registered to go, and then everything went nuts just before Interhash, and everything got cancelled. And I took a beating on it from hashes as well as you know anybody who was booked, Royal Caribbean, etc. Bought under the bridge, so now I've replanned the cruise for the next Interhash in 2022, but instead of one, I'm doing two free loops and, to give people a chance. And what's the breakdown of civilians and hashers on the ships that you use? 
because it's really expensive to kind of block and book a whole ship um, because you'll have to get so many people and spend millions of dollars. I think just to talk to you, you have to put down about a million dollars. So we don't do that. Any given cruise that has 4,000 people, there'll only be 100 and 150, 175 hashes. So you're Most mixing in with... You know, regular people. What's the climate in Barbados? Is it pretty much the same all year round? Is there a rainy season? When's a good time? We'll ignore COVID. When's the best times to visit Barbados? Uh, anytime, because we just have two seasons. It's a rainy season or dry season. So year round, the temperature is in the 80s. Even if it rains, it's still hot. You know, you're just getting wet. So it's not cold, but it's expensive. It's one of the most expensive islands in the Caribbean. Winter time would be expensive. Anytime from December to April, May, air would be expensive, hotel would be expensive, events, food, etc. The best time would be not in the high season. Is it easy to travel around there normally from other Caribbean locations, not just direct from outside the Caribbean? Yes. You know, they're regional airlines. The one that in the Interhash was pushing was Caribbean Airlines. People would be familiar with them, and they travel throughout the Caribbean. So you could really travel wherever there's a hash in the Caribbean, from island to island, and hash to the Caribbean. Let me ask you about adventures and misadventures that you've had on hashing trails. Have you ever gotten... I mean, People fall down even on foot, let alone bicycles. Has anybody gotten hurt or sent to the hospital, or has that happened to you ever on trails? Uh, we've had a few mishaps. Not a difficult terrain. Not like places like Grenada and Trinidad have more mountainous type terrain. We're more flat. So mm -hmm. you, you get the odd slip and fall on a cane track, you know, or somebody not paying attention and they fall into a gully. We don't get a lot of mishaps here. And how is the relationship with the officials? Is the hash well known in Barbados? I don't think so. And there's not much publicity wise. It's not something that's, that people know. I think you get to know the hash because somebody tells you about it or they bring you. You know, we're not known in the wider circles. Uh, and a lot of people consider us drinkers mm -hmm. so there's a stigma attached to the hash of or oh, these are people that run around and then drink and get drunk that's something that we can't seem to shake mm. is there red dress run tradition in Barbados I was actually the first one that did a red dress many years ago with the Barbados hash we didn't do it as a fundraiser mm -hmm. we just did it as a have a good time running a red dress mm. type of thing. Run through town. We've done black dress as well. What's, what's the idea of black dress? Just another fancy dress event? Well, I did a black dress hash when there was that terrible tsunami in um, Indonesia. Mm -hmm. So we raised funds to send to Indonesia uh, with the black dress. Mm. Interesting. Well, that's a good public relations thing for the hash. Oh, nice. What is the beer in Barbados? Well, there's Banks beer, which most people would know worldwide, but then Deputy beer is a newer 
beer within the last maybe 10 years that is a, a lighter lager. People tend to like it better than deputy, than our banks. On the hashes there where you have family, you call them family hashes, how many kids are regulars at the hash and what ages? It kind of comes and goes depending on you know, who's at the hash. When there were a lot of expats at the hash, we'd find there were more children, and they were usually from 7 to maybe 15 years old. But at any given time, maybe three or four kids, not that many. You certainly know a lot of hashers because everyone who's come around, traveled, and gone on the cruises. Who are some of the characters and unforgettable hashers, both in Barbados and around the world, that you find memorable? Hazukashi, um, he, he cruises with me regularly. I know him, Ibo Ibo from Thailand. CIA has hashed with me as well. And anything that just says, wow, I will never forget that hashing day. <laughs> uh, I remember there was one particular hash we did. It was very rainy. It was the rainy season. We went out. There were a lot of gullies, um, a bit of hills climbing. It was very slippery. And when we got back in, it was dark, and there was a guy missing. And an elderly gentleman, he, he's probably in his 70s. So we decided to put back on our shoes and lace back up to go out again. And just before we went out, somebody said, well, let's try to call him and see if we could reach him if he has his phone. So they called around, and eventually they discovered that he had picked a breadfruit and hopped on a bus and went back home. <laughs> and he was at home. And we were just about to go out in the dark and look for this man. And his, his hash name is Tarzan, but he didn't get in. It's not related to the breadfruit, but... <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, that's a good ending anyhow. <laughs> Who are the key long long-term Barbados hashers besides you down there that people might know? I've been HM and on sec and I've done, you know, everything with the hash. But I didn't start, you know, the, with the Barbados hash until 97. Uh, the key people that are there still are Hershey Buns. I think she was there from day one. Wild Woman, Dick Doc. They've been hashing since almost day one within the first hundred hashes. So there's a lot of people that are over a thousand hashes just with Bobby this. Nice. Um, one other story, maybe. When I had first started hashing and I was really running at that point, there was a, there were a couple of Brits that used to set hashes uh, and they were killers. Long, we'd be out in the dark and we're starting hashing at four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. So around Christmas time, we decided, and it gets dark early, we went out and we were on the trail and people just started peeling off the trail and heading back in. And maybe about six of us decided to just stay on the trail and keep going. And we found ourselves in the middle of a long trail and it was totally dark. We couldn't even see our hand in front of our face. It was so dark. And we didn't know where we were going. All of a sudden, we saw a van coming towards us. And it was a hasher who was out looking for us. He picked us up and wow. took us back to the on. And we actually banned those guys from hashing, from setting hashes for a little while, until they had to leave the island. And we 
made sure we went to the airport to make sure that they could come up. You should send them off with breadfruit. We hated them for setting um, because they were always did killer long hashes where you'd get lost. The trail wouldn't be properly set. I can't remember their names now, but we, we set them off back to England. <laughs> That's great. Banned from the Barbados hash. Sounds like it's booming. Of course, a lot of places as the hashes get older and grayer and balder, they are not growing or sustaining at well over 100. Apart from Asia, there's not and there's not that many hashes that are as big as the Barbados hash and a couple others in the Caribbean. Right. But the thing about it is it, it changes. Um, and I guess as time goes on, you can't keep the hash the same. So we don't drink as much. It's more competitive. You know, people want to win. Mm. So they find the on and they don't call. People don't stick around for the downloads. A lot of people come just to do the hash or the run and then they leave. Even though we have numbers, it's it's not as hardcore as it was or as pure as it was when I first joined. Hashing was, you know, much better. Time goes on. You lose some of the, the purity and the banter, you know, and the camaraderie that we had before. Okay. Well, we'll hope it maintains the hashing essence and things. How would you summarize when you were explaining and bringing someone to the hash for the first time, how do you describe it? Um, come along for, you know, an afternoon, cheap afternoon. It costs $2 Barbados, which is $1 US to join. We have drinks. We run through the bush for a few hours, or you could walk. At the end, we just sit around, drink, have some fun. The only instruction is don't wear new shoes. Don't wear black shirt. But what's the black shirt rule? Yeah, well, the black shirt is the shit. <laughs> what we call the shit. <laughs> the only the shit is allowed from the week before is allowed to wear the black shirt. The shit, ah. the shit shirt. Ah. So if you come to hash and you wear black, then you'll get a down down. Or if I brought you, I'll get the down down. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's great. Shoes, you know. Sure. Sure. And are there similar penalties on the bike hash in the full moon that you have created? Well, we don't have the, we don't have a shit shirt and we do new shoes and we do other kinds of down downs. It's very creative. There's nothing structured about the down downs at all. I'm hoping people will join me on the cruises. I know COVID has a lot of people scared and can't travel because they haven't been vaccinated or they they don't know what's happening. But as far as I know, the interhash is going full speed ahead. Uh, I've spoken to Noodles and they, they're pushing it. So I'm hoping that people will come back and everybody who didn't cruise last year, we still have the same. All my stuff is still in Puerto Rico. <laughs> wow. You know, all the gimmies are still there waiting. And it's just to get everybody back together again and rehash through the Caribbean. Let me ask you a final question. Mm -hmm. Is the RA always right? Uh, it depends on the RA. Certain RAs that when you stand in their circle, they make you shudder and you, you don't even want to speak <laughs> when they're talking. They are always right. 
<laughs> some Aries that are kind of fooling around, you know, very lighthearted. Uh, sometimes they could be, they could talk shit and they're not right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when you have been RA and run circles, have you ever been wrong? Never. <laughs> so I'm you're one who, right. you're one who makes people tremble in your presence in the circle. Well, I'm, if you met me, I'm not somebody who is, would make people tremble. You know, I'm small. I'm only five foot two. Um, I don't have a, a resounding voice, but I'm still always right. <laughs> argue with me. <laughs> okay, great. I want to thank China Brush for coming on the podcast today from Barbados. This is the On On Podcast. Hash your voices, hash your stories, hash your memories. Stay tuned every week for new episodes. Until next time, On On, this is Ra. To close the circle, here's the Hash Anthem sung by Mother Hash. Swing Coming for to have